Hello everyone, welcome to Parsha Inspiration. This week's Parsha, Parsha de Moor, deals with, amongst other things, the Moadim, the festivals. It lists all the days of the festival, starting from Pesach in Nisan, going through to Sukkot and Shmini Atzeret at the end in Tishrei. Today I want to focus on the specific Moadim that we've been involved with, and that we're going to be involved with, Pesach, that's just passed, and Shavuot, that's coming. One of the names that Pesach is given here is Chag Matzot, and the Torah tells us to eat Matzot for seven days. Now, we all know that it's not just an issue that you're meant to eat matzah on Pesach, but also there's a prohibition of having chametz, not just eating it, but of possessing it in any shape or form whatsoever. Now, we might ask ourselves, well, what's so terrible about having chametz on Pesach? What makes it such a detestable thing that you have to completely get rid of it? So in response to this, we might look at the Gemara in Brachot, where it lists the personal prayers that different rabbis added to the end of their Amidah. These days, we use the personal prayer that Rav used to say, Elokai but in the times of the Gemara, different rabbis had their own different personal tefillot. Now, one of the rabbis there, Rabbi Alexandri, had a very interesting tefillah. He said, Master of the universe, you know that we want to follow your will, but what's stopping us? Shibud Malchuyot, the oppression of the empires, the superpowers which subjugate us, and what else stops us? Seor Sheba Isa, the sourdough in the dough. What is he talking about? Well, in the olden days when they wanted their dough to rise, so these days we use yeast that comes from all kinds of uh, sources, but in those days they used sourdough, a little bit of highly fermented dough that they would add to the batch of dough and it would cause it to rise. So what is Rav Alexandri telling us? Well, Rashi explains that what he's saying, the sour Shabbat the sourdough in the batch of dough, that is a metaphor for the Yetzer Hara that is within us, that turns us into chametz. So Rav Alexandri is implying that Seor, the sourdough, and chametz, which are both forbidden on Pesach, are really a terrible thing. They represent the Yetzer Hara. They're the things that stop us from performing the will of Hashem. Now, how does this metaphor work? How is sourdough like a Yetzer Hara? Well, I suppose you could say that dough which has risen, in a sense, represents a person who has become inflated and arrogant. He's full of air, he thinks a lot of himself, and as a result of his arrogance, he refuses to submit to the will of Hashem. So on this basis, we can understand why Pesach, we're not allowed to have any chametz, because it's really a bad thing. The problem with this explanation is that when it comes to Shavuot, we know that after our seven weeks have passed, we are supposed to bring to the Beit HaMikdash, Shtei HaLechem, an offering of two loaves of chametz to the Beit HaMikdash. If chametz is such a terrible thing, and this is what's stopping us from fulfilling the will of Hashem, why would we dafka be offering leavened bread in the Beit HaMikdash? Now, we can even strengthen the question further because we know that there was a famous discussion between Rabbi Yakiva and the Roman general Tunus Rufus. Tunus Rufus was always trying to have a go and make a mockery of Judaism. And what he says to Rabbi Akiva, he says, Why is it that you Jews circumcise yourselves? If God created man with a foreskin, then presumably that is the perfect state that man is meant to be in. By you removing it, you are mutilating God's creation. After all, what is greater, the creations of God or the creations of man? Surely by performing circumcision, the deeds of man are taking away from the greatness of the deeds of God. Rabbi Akiva responds, he says, well, actually, the deeds of man are greater than the deeds of God. Take the stalks of wheat that grow in the field and compare them to a beautiful cake or loaf of bread, which is greater Clearly, God wants us to take his raw products in creation and turn them into something even greater. Now, Rabbi Akiva does not show him stalks of wheat 
and matzah and say which is greater. He, taught, he shows him a loaf of bread. So Rabbi Akiva clearly does not think that a loaf of bread is, is a terrible thing. It's arrogant. It's hor- hor- horrible. He's dafka expressing that it represents the greatness of what man is able to achieve and what man is supposed to be doing. So is chametz a good thing or a bad thing? To answer this question, if we have a look in Parashat Ekev in Sefer Devarim, we see that Moshe warns the people, when you come into the land and you start to become prosperous in the land, do not forget that you were once slaves in Egypt and Hashem took you out and he was the one who brought you through the land and you had nothing at that point. Because if you forget your humble beginnings and what Hashem has done for you, you might come along and say, My own strength and the might of my hands, that's what made me successful. And you will forget that Hashem is the one who gave you koach lasot chayel. He is the one who gave you the potential and the energy and the capacity to succeed. So what Moshe is telling the people is, there's nothing wrong with being successful. Hashem wants us to be successful, but he also wants us to remember where the success comes from. Why are we successful? We have to remember our humble beginnings and to remember that we are only successful because Hashem gave us that capacity. And therefore, our success is a measure of Hashem's success as well. And this is really one of the central messages of the whole Omer period. The fact that we join Pesach to Shavuot. On Pesach, we have to remember our humility. We have to remember our humble beginnings and origins and how we came with nothing. And then we can come to Shavuot, which is the harvest time where we can see how much grain we have produced. And we can feel pride in our achievements, which is represented by the Shteha Lechem, the two loaves of leavened bread, which represents the greatness of man's capabilities. But it's recognizing our greatness in the context of our humble beginnings and that Hashem is the one who gave us this greatness. This, I believe, explains the difference between negative chametz and positive chametz. Negative chametz, which is based around self-centered arrogance, and positive chametz, which is pride, giving credit to Hashem for enabling our success. Thank you for listening and I want to wish everybody a Shabbat Shalom.